0: Welcome to this episode of Through the Educational Looking Glass. I am one of your hosts, Courtney Edelman.
1: And I'm your other host, Don Sturm. We're both in coaching roles in Morton Unit School District 709 in Central Illinois.
0: Thanks for joining us as we try to gain clarity on the variety of topics concerning teachers today.
1: Let's take a closer look at today's topic.
0: Today's topic is looking at the importance of resetting. And we were hoping to get some insight into what resetting looks like in the lives of our teachers as we're approaching spring break. So we asked the question, what are you doing over spring break and why do you choose to spend your time this way? And so let's listen to what one of our teachers had to say. I'm not
1: entirely sure what I'm doing over spring break yet, but I know I'm not doing anything school related. I, over the past few years, have really made it a point to use my break as that, as a break. Uh, just helps me avoid burnout. I know for for sure I'll probably need to clean out my yard, uh, maybe do some hobbying, take lots of naps and hang out with my dogs, but nothing school related. I don't have plans to travel and just need that time to rest and give me the energy to push through until the very end of the school year. All right, that was from Lindsay Pierce. She is a fourth grade teacher at Jefferson Elementary, and so we appreciate her being willing to use that uh, that clip. And you know, as we were putting this episode together and really thinking about like what does it mean to reset? I know Courtney, you did like a Google search on resetting. Yep, and it came up with things like resetting your Apple ID and your Apple Watch and your iPhone. Um, and it, I find that interesting because in my role in the tech department, we're all the time telling students to reset some kind of settings in the iPad, clear the cache. Um, And I really look at that as that device is not functioning properly. It's all cluttered. It's just got, as I tell the students, it just has junk in it that we need to clear out. And then that iPad most of the time starts working fine. So it's like that concept of resetting is important not only for human beings, but for devices as well.
0: And when we're thinking about it with regards to human beings, um, pretty ingrained in Brene Brown's Atlas of the Heart right now to to the book study that we're doing. And she ties the idea of resetting to hope and to maintaining hope Um, and gets at you know, the idea that people often move farther and farther towards hopelessness when they have the inability to reset after something has gone wrong. So I thought that was an interesting connection um, in terms of those emotions.
1: Yeah. And I think about when I was in the classroom, there were those times that when I needed to truly reset, maybe for a class there, there was that sense of hopelessness. Like how can I keep doing this uh, the way that things are playing out? So, um, what we thought we would do here is to to kind of talk about that idea of resetting in a number of different ways, whether it's from a teacher perspective, administrator perspective. Um, the one is that personal reset. And that's why we asked the question In what Lindsay said, you know, that idea of, um, I'm not going to do any work over spring break, I want to have new experiences with my family traveling different places. And those are ones that I mean, we could spend time talking about it, but really we're going to focus more on the classroom and or building um, level types of things and uh, those resets that we want to do with our students or that if you're a principal that we want to do with our staff, um, that's kind of the direction that we're going to spend most of the time on.
0: Yeah. And initially when we started talking about this and, and brainstorming for it, we thought, you know, well, let's talk about new teachers and then let's talk about veteran teachers. And there might be some distinct differences in terms of what those groups want to reset or where they're at with this concept of resetting. But then we ultimately decided really it doesn't matter who you are. Um, it might be that new teachers are thinking a bit more about classroom management or policies or procedures that they would like to reset or do differently next time. Um, for veteran teachers, it might be things that you've always done and they've worked at some level, but you're kind of stuck in a rut yeah. with what you've been doing in your classroom. And that might be an opportunity for reset.
1: Well, and I think a couple of other things come up and it, it just, we hadn't talked about this, but that idea of... These are things that I've done, maybe as a veteran teacher, they're not working the way they were before. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of discussion about that, like kids these days, and why isn't this working the way that it did before? But then we also had a conversation about the difference between junior high and high school and elementary. Because some of the things, and I, I like how you said, Courtney, that like with high school teachers, they get a reset every Core, or i'm sorry every uh semester
0: most of the time yeah
1: yeah and so it might be if you're talking about rules or procedures an elementary teacher might say well holy smokes i there's i had to reset that a long time ago i can't go a whole year with not resetting a rule but at the high school um, junior high i think To some degree, there's still that semester, but it's the same kids that are in the class. So it it is, I think this is a complex, on one hand, it's very easy. It's how do we do things different? But then on the other hand, it's, there's this complexity um, involved with it.
0: And I know one thing that that came up in our conversation was the PD that we offered last year, ending the year well. And last year gave us the opportunity at the high school, at least, um, to re-envision what the end of the school year looked like because we didn't give semester exams. And so teachers found themselves having this opportunity of, well, I don't have a week's worth of review and testing at the end. So maybe I can do something that I've never done before. Or, you know, I just can't copy and paste over and have it fit as neatly at the end of the year. And so um, Melissa Cruz, uh, instructional coach at the junior high, Don and I um, put together a collection of Resources uh, for how you might envision the end of your year, given the unique nature of that uh, school year. So we've attached that as a resource here, um, but are hoping that even when we do return, like as we have this year, to a more traditional, you know, structure to our um, our semester end with with exams coming back, that we don't forget about re envisioning or thinking about a reset within our classroom uh, to hopefully do something different or better or have better results than we have before.
1: Yeah. And I guess the only thing I, the thing I would bring up is if you decide, like, if you hear this and you're like, you know what, I've really been wanting to, I haven't been happy with the way X is working and I want to change X. It it does become this, when do I do it? Can I do it this year? Do I have to wait until next year? And we'll we'll deal with that a little bit more. Uh, But if you decide to do something this year, and it's radically different than what you're used to doing, I think you really need to be um, open to the idea that if it doesn't go the way you want it, not just throwing that out and saying, oh, I shouldn't have reset that way. Because once you get into, like, think about any of us, if it's in your family or whatever, you get used to a certain way of doing things, and then all of a sudden you're like, well, scratch that on Monday, we're going to start doing it this way. It, it takes some time. And so I know sometimes teachers will approach me and say, what's something really cool tech-wise I can do at the last part of the year? And I kind of caution them against that or just simply because if the kids aren't used to doing that, it's that may be a difficult thing. And so we'll talk about kind of getting students involved in that as
0: well. Well, yeah, and I think um, oftentimes, you know, as teachers, we've given a lot of thought to the thing that we want to fix or the thing that we want to reset or improve within our classrooms. It's the thing that we think about when we're driving home at night, or it's that, you know, you wake up in the middle of the night, maybe your mind goes to that. Um, Students maybe haven't given it that same level of thought. And so if you're thinking about changing something, whether it's You know, coming back from spring break seems like a good reset point for you or later on. um, How do you bring the students into that? And in my mind, I think it goes back to our topic from our last podcast and allowing ourselves to be a bit vulnerable.
1: Yeah. And it one thing that came up when you said that on our drive home and I know you drive about 35 minutes Mm -hmm. each way. That's a reset point for me. I'm just kind of like sometimes you can reset like every single day. But yeah, I think just bringing students in and and as you said, that vulnerability, sometimes teachers are like, well, I don't I don't want students to know that I'm struggling with this. But I would ask, what's the advantage of of having a conversation in a class like, hey, we know that this class has not gone the way we want it to this is what I want to try to do. Here's why, or what do you think about this? I mean, there's all different ways that you could present that to students.
0: And then they become a a stakeholder in that. You know, let's try this to improve engagement, focus, um, following a particular policy, whatever it may be. Um, Now they're a stakeholder in that, and it can be more of a cooperative effort.
1: Yeah, I don't know. We, um, neither one of us are administrators, but I think administrators can do that same kind of reflection. Like what is, what's going on in your building that you like and want to continue to do, but then what are those things that are happening or not happening that you want to do that reset? And can you do those? And how do you do those um, when you come back from spring break? Or do you wait until next year? And again, what role does the staff play in helping with that reset? Um,
0: And I mean, you've mentioned it a couple times. You may be, you may be thinking, this is something that I I want to change. I don't think it's a change that I can make with a quarter of school remaining or you know with the end of the school year. So sometimes I think and I've referred to it on here before I always started that first day of of class with things to do differently next time and I did that because I knew maybe come the fall come the the spring semester start I wouldn't remember that feeling that I had at that moment. Yeah. So even if you're not planning on changing something or resetting a certain component of your classroom uh, procedure policy um, culture this year, it might be the time to reflect on it and to write down, hey here's what I want to be different, here's my motivation for that and it may give you an opportunity to be proactive the next set of students that are sitting in your classroom rather than be so reactive.
1: Yeah, and then to figure out also, why did I want to reset that and making sure that then if you start next year, like what do I need to do yep. to make sure that it doesn't go the way that it did the year before? Um, and, you know, I think before we get to the um, reflection questions, that idea of student resets, I mean, we focus now on teachers, predominantly administrators, but like that idea of students and their ability to be able to reset. It's harder for a student to reset. It's just the nature of school is students many times have things done to them. And so you came across that cult of pedagogy, that antiseptic bounce article, which I had never heard, made sense, I had never heard that term before.
0: No, and I think if people read it, and we also have that in in our resources, um, you may understand the concept, but just not by that name, but I I love the name of it, Yeah, Um, and allowing a student throughout the course of the day, when you see, okay, this kid is at a point where here she really needs to reset and they need to break away from my class, um, you have a, an on-hand method to go to. So you give them their bounce out of class that kind of clears out what was going on and hopefully they come back uh, in a position to now re-enter the class, engage in what's going on. Um, and it really have had that however long, 30 second, two minute reset that then makes a big difference in how they're able to, um, to participate in the rest of the day.
1: Yeah. And it, I got to, kick out of the, the two teachers that they basically have a set of books that just transfer from one classroom to the next. So when you see a student that's starting to get dysregulated, hey, can you take these three books down to Mrs. So-and-so? And then those books live down there for a little bit until somebody is dysregulated in, in their room. So
0: And it, for the student, it's not a punishment. It's not anything that, you know, exacerbates the problem or uh, makes them feel like, they're, they're being, you know, again, punished in some way, yeah. but it just gives them that break that they need.
1: Uh, shall we move to the reflection questions? Let's do it. We always like to end with a uh, reflection. So um, what do you want to reset this year? And then what resets do you want to make next school year?
0: Why are these areas of resor- reset important and what differences do you hope that they will make? And finally, how will you go about creating the opportunity for these resets?
1: One of our main goals of this podcast is to create meaningful connections. If you'd like to share your responses to the questions, we'd love to listen.
0: This can be done through the Google form that we have linked through the public site on Anchor or through Anchor's voice response option. Additionally, consider sharing your thoughts with a colleague or an instructional coach to open up meaningful dialogue.